Struggling for Purpose for Saturday, March 20th, 2021. My name is John Wilkerson. Oh, what a rough couple of weeks it's been, huh? I don't really know how to express <laughs> how saddened I am by what I saw with the violence in Atlanta. And then I have to come on here and announce a winner for a giveaway. I had friends growing up whose mothers were Korean because I'm an army brat. And so I knew a lot of Korean Americans. And it saddened me when I saw this. And the first thing that came to mind was why would someone do this? Why would someone just mindlessly go out and kill a bunch of Asians? And I know because I'm told to believe this. It, well, it's because man is sinful. And that's just, you know, but for the grace of God, there go I is what a lot of people would say, but that's not very comforting. And what was even more disturbing about this is how this is now being tied to the fact that this young man who did this was a Christian. And if you recall, about 20 years ago, when some men decided they wanted to fly some airplanes into some of the most iconic buildings in the United States, we were very quick to label them as terrorists, as extremists, as Muslim extremists. But for some reason, when the person is a Christian and they're white, we want to avoid the term Christian extremist, Christian terrorist. And I don't know what we do with that, because if they claim they're a Christian, well, and they claim they did this in the name of God. Now, I don't know that they did this in the name of God. Then they are Christian terrorists. It's that simple. And if you recall, there was also an outcry saying, why don't other Muslims who aren't extremists speak out against people like this. And we're being called to do the same thing now. And what we're trying to do is deflect and say, well, he wasn't really a Christian, or there was something else going on there that wasn't tied to his faith. Here's the thing, though. In the United States, especially in the South, our faith is intertwined with our national identity. 
and that's very scary. You see, we we think being Christian is also being American and being patriotic. At least some people think that. And that's very, very problematic for a lot of reasons. I would commend to you the latest episode of Truce Podcasts by Chris Starin, where he talks about, so what do we do about Christian nationalism? Because we're starting to see this more and more after the election and the failed re-election of President Trump. This Christian nationalism, we're seeing Christians stand up and saying, it's your patriotic duty to vote for Trump. It's your Christian duty to vote for Trump. And all of this is being intertwined in a way that God never intended. It's very, very problematic. And that's putting it kindly. I'm not sure that the American church, as we see it right now, is going to survive this kind of rhetoric. We are going to need, those of us who who believe in Jesus and feel like our faith should separate us from our national identity, should actually be countercultural to what our national identity is, those of us who actually believe that we are going to be fewer and fewer and farther between. And these megachurches, these churches that are preaching patriotism and Jesus, well, they're going to have, they're going to be regulated. I really think that's going to happen. And what will happen is people will say, we're being persecuted, we're this, we're that, And you know what? I think that's okay. Because I think those types of churches need to go away because they're dangerous. And if that means those of us who truly follow the way of Jesus get persecuted, well, if I recall, there was nothing in the Bible. In fact, Jesus told us we would be persecuted. It's hard stuff to think about. It's hard stuff to consider. And as we kind of fall out of fashion, as Christianity falls out of fashion with our national identity, this is going to happen more and more. There's not much more we can do about that. I'm done talking about that. Oh, wait a minute. No, there's actually one more thing I wanted to do. If you've been reaching out to people and you feel like they aren't responding, I want to just play this for you. This is from Nick Cho, your Korean dad. He put this up on Instagram, so I assume it's free to use wherever I want to because I'm following him and he he put it up publicly. I'm going to play this for you. And then hopefully you'll understand some of the 
struggles if you're getting responded to in certain ways that that people of Asian descent are dealing with right now. Hey, I'm your Korean dad. Do you ever feel like you're really trying to help people? That everybody's talking about what it means to be a supporter and ally of people going through tough times. And you just want to be one of those people who's showing support and sympathy. But when you do, the people who you're trying to be there for, they don't always seem to want your help. Or that what you're doing is somehow making them more upset. Yeah, I know what that can feel like. The thing is, when people are hurting, like really, really hurting, it's like being in a deep pit of sad. And sometimes, no matter what your intentions are, the stuff that you do and say, it just falls into that pit and can actually add to the sadness. I'm pretty sad this week, and I'm trying really hard to be there for you and for other people. But sometimes things happen that are so sad and heartbreaking, and maybe we can't help you help us. It just breaks my heart to hear that because... When I watch Nick on Instagram, he's always the one providing support for others and helping others. And here he is now struggling with uh, just a tragedy that affects the Asian community in the United States. And some people might say, well, he doesn't even live in Atlanta. He's in California It's called empathy, people. And it's something that we need more of. We need to mourn with people who mourn. We need to be sad and angry and upset with people who are sad and angry and upset. Because that's the Christ-like thing to do. Okay, so we have a game to give away. If you recall, last time on the podcast, I interviewed Chip and Dana Brown of the Rank Game. And shortly before that, I started a contest to give it away. So we're going to do that right now. We're going to pick the winner of the Rank Game. And we're going to do that right here live I am over at Gleam.io where the contest was run, and it has a picker where you can pick the winner. This is being recorded on video for those of you who are listening to the podcast, and there will be a link to the actual drawing on my YouTube channel, strugglingforpurpose.com slash YouTube. So we're over at the Rank Game uh, giveaway. We're going to hit one winner, draw winners. And the winner is Merrick Stearns. And looks like you're the winner. I will contact you. I have an email address and I have your Instagram account. I will get in touch with you and let you know you have won this game, the rank game. All right. Um, Kind of a downer of an episode again. Sorry, Uh, but that happens sometimes because these are the things that I'm struggling with, and that's what this podcast is about. I do have hope, however. I have hope that we as Christians can overcome things like this. Our hope is in Christ, 
And I have hope that we can work as one body as we're meant to be. Because right now, we're doing exactly what Paul said. We're, we're all these different parts of the body of Christ, and they're all trying to work separately. And it's not working out. So we all need to work together and deal with what's going on because, you know, we need each other. We need Christ, but we also need each other. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. You can head on over to strugglingforpurpose.com slash 47 to get links to the things that I mentioned, the episode on Christian nationalism from Truth Podcast, Truth's podcast. Um, it'll be there'll also be um, Nick Cho's Instagram deal embedded on the website. And yeah, that's gonna do it. Thanks for listening. And thanks for sticking me in your ears. <laughs>